0: Every year around late December, early January, I do an exercise called the year in review, the year ahead. Today, I'm going to focus more on the year in review. And next week, we're going to talk about the year ahead, which by the way, I'm super excited for it's gonna be great. So I like the year in review part because it's a great way to reflect back on the year that was. It helps me bring to mind the positive memories that we had and savor them. Sometimes it helps me process through some difficult things that may have happened in the year and hopefully learn from them. It also helps me give myself some compassion. And often, I realize that I accomplished a lot more than I thought. Looking back and reflecting on progress is not something we do a whole lot in weight loss. We're always looking ahead to that over-the-rainbow magic land of Oz where I've lost my weight and now my life is amazing! I mean, obviously I'm being a little sarcastic there, but really like we look ahead to like everything will be great when I lose weight. And when we do that, we're putting all of our happiness in the hands of the scale and forgetting that there is so much more to life, to happiness, to weight loss than just the scale. I mean, tell me the truth. Have you ever found yourself staring at that stubborn number on the scale, feeling like it holds the key to your entire well-being? And you're desperately looking for progress but only finding frustration? I know, I get it. But only measuring your progress by the scale is an all or nothing thinking. It's like going from one to 1000 without acknowledging the 999 milestones in between. The key to weight loss success, and by the way, the key to actually enjoying your weight loss success, is to count those victories that come in all shapes and sizes not just on the scale, because that is the secret sauce to keep your momentum going. So, you're ready to reflect back on the year that was and find all those little gems hidden along the way? That's right, strap in, cause we're going mining for gold here, people. Let's go. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome back. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. So have you ever heard that saying that when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything begins to look like a nail? That saying or phrase actually was first coined by a smarty pants psychologist named Abraham Maslow. You may have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Well, he first said, to the man who only has a hammer, everything he encounters begins to look like a nail and i think this is the perfect analogy for how we tend to measure weight loss. When the scale is the only tool you're using to measure your weight loss progress, everything is either wonderful or terrible. There is no in between. So, do you sometimes have a hard time giving yourself credit for how much progress you've made? You know, i mean, tell the truth, is your eye on the prize instead of those little things you're doing consistently every day? We all fall prey to it. But It can be so easy to not even see the progress you've made because you're so focused on where you are not. And when you're constantly thinking about, well, I'm not where I want to be yet, that colors everything that you are thinking about in relation to your weight loss journey. You're not thinking about all the little bits of progress and all the things you've done that are making a difference, that are making progress and helping you get to where you're going. Now, it's not your fault. This is very normal. We are, you know, in our society, we tend to look at things and particularly progress as black or white, as failure or success. I mean, how many of us tend to identify as perfectionists? Yeah, Ra- raising my hand here. Uh, you know, Brene Brown said it so beautifully when she said, perfectionism is not I am or I am not a perfectionist. It's more like a spectrum. We are all on the perfectionism spectrum somewhere. And it just depends on where we are from day to day. So here are some examples of how we can look at our weight loss journey in black and white as opposed to progress. So for example, if you're trying to uh, stop binging, uh, you feel like, you know, either I binged or I didn't. Not binging is the win. And binging at all is complete failure, like a complete loss, I've absolutely gone back to the beginning. But what if you could look at it differently? Again, So often we look at progress in black or white, like going from one to 1,000 in a single step without looking at any of the 999 milestones in between. So let's take that example of binging. What if progress looks like you had a binge, but it was less food than the last time? Or what if progress looks like more time in between binges? You went a longer time between having a binge. Or maybe progress looks like, you were kinder to yourself and had some compassion and curiosity after a binge as opposed to the shame cycle of doom. There are so many ways that we can look at progress, but when we only look at it as black or white, we prevent ourselves from seeing the many shades of opportunity to grow within that, those milestones in between. An example I had recently was, um, as I've said on the podcast before, I actively, uh, you know, I'm working on my relationship with alcohol. And uh, not too long ago, I went to a place that is typically a place where I've had more drinks in the past. And I made a plan, you know, I was, I was very proactive about, okay, I'm going to have this many, and I'm not going to have any at dinner, I'm going to just have water at dinner. And the day just did not go the way I planned. And the event did not go the way I planned. And I had more than I planned. And I'll be honest, I woke up the next day feeling like, man, I did it again. I know better. Man, I know better. But I realized I actually did make progress. Because even though I had more than I planned, I did not have any alcohol at dinner. I had just water at dinner. And frankly, that's progress from a year ago. That is a win. And I can't tell you the difference in my thinking from when I woke up feeling like that very familiar voice of like I did it again. you know I, I stink, I'm terrible. the shame cycle of doom. I'm quite familiar with that. But then I was able to shift it and look for like, wait a second. is it all is all lost? Is it a complete fail? And the answer is no. I had made progress and that allowed me to feel like, okay, Maybe I can step it up and do better again today. Maybe I can make 1% progress. And so it's so crucial to look for those little ways of progress. Because making yourself feel bad about your progress with that negative self-talk, it triggers that downward spiral in your brain, that shame spiral of doom. Let me ask you this. What's the one difference between someone who succeeds at long-term weight loss and someone who doesn't? Here's a hint. It is not the number of times they have a setback. It is not how perfectly they follow their plan. The answer is it is how they talk to themselves. The person who succeeds just keeps going. And the way to keep going is to look for progress in all sorts of ways. It is so crucial to look for those wins because progress comes from owning the actions that you have been taking those very tangible things that are real whether you're seeing results that you're suppo- you know that you're looking for or not remember we talked about the ice cube and every little degree every action counts because it is in those actions that you are becoming the kind of person who can build the future you're driving for You are becoming your future self with every time you take that action, with every time I have a glass of water at dinner. I am becoming the kind of person who's like, no, I'm good. Who is the kind of person that you want to live into? And what are the actions in tiny ways that help you step into who she is a little bit today? So there are so many ways that you can measure and track your success that are within your control and bank your progress, bank that feeling of success on the very tangible ways that are positively, literally changing your life, and then the results will take care of themselves. You need to purposefully look for ways to make your success feel as amazing to yourself as you can. It is not enough to simply want to feel good about the progress you've made. It takes conscious effort to look for what is right and celebrate the small actions you're taking to change your life. Hear me when I say this, you have got to look for evidence of progress. Be like Sherlock Holmes, finding those little clues that point to your eventual success. Look for clues and confirmations that you are on the right track. Proof won't just show up at your door and say, hey, here we are. You gotta go out and look for it. And what is the best form of evidence? Effort. You can always find little ways that you are making an effort to be kind to yourself. Highlight those in your mind as much as you can. Now with old diet mentality, you might think, well, you know, I walked two miles and I ate a salad for lunch today. I followed my plan and I only lost one pound. Why? What am I doing wrong? See, this is why I hate the scale. I just think my body isn't able to lose weight. Yeah, I I added a little drama there, but you know. My, my internal voice can often be very dramatic. With that kind of thinking, success is literally staring you in the face and yet all you see is how it's not working. Remember, whatever you're looking for, you will find it. Even a radiologist whose very profession is to look and find things can miss something that's obvious if they're looking for something else. A study that was done by Taft and Drew he was an attention researcher at Harvard Medical School, he found that when radiologists were looking for cancer nodules and scans of lungs, 83% of them missed an image of a gorilla embedded in the scan. Crazy, right? When you have told your brain to look for one thing, you miss all the other things that are right in front of you. When you're looking for what's wrong with you, you miss all the things that are right with you. When you're only looking for progress on the scale, you miss all the ways that you're making progress in other ways. Moments like that are an opportunity to be proud of showing up for yourself today. Instead of wasting your precious energy thinking about all the ways that progress doesn't matter, you get to decide what you want to think about in terms of your weight loss this week. And you need to celebrate yourself all the time for the little things that you are doing to make progress. Instead of thinking, I only lost one pound this week, you could tell yourself, I changed my life this week. I'm drinking water, I'm making meal plans, and I'm walking every day. I am serious. Those little wins are so important. Why? Because those little wins give your brain a hit of dopamine, the feel-good chemical. The chemical that helps your brain remember, hey, I like this. And then that fuels your motivation to keep going. If you skip right past the small wins and don't take time to celebrate or congratulate yourself, then the brain doesn't get that dopamine. It doesn't remember why it wants to keep working so hard and thus your motivation wanes. Feeling good is the fuel that runs the engine of motivation. So give yourself the best chance to feel good and keep firing that engine of motivation and getting excited about the things that are within your control. Take credit and ownership for all you've accomplished without giving yourself a hard time for not having accomplished it sooner or made different choices in the moment. Own how far you have come given where you are rather than where you want to get to. You cannot hate on the work that you have already done or the number of pounds you've already lost, as if they're not enough. You have got to make your progress sound as impressive to yourself as you can. This is so important. Because as Teresa Amiable describes in her book, The Progress Principle, human beings are actually more motivated by progress towards a goal than achieving the goal itself. So if you want to make it easier to keep going, you have got to allow yourself to feel like you're making progress along the way. Talking up your successes to yourself makes you feel like a badass, and you can go out and do anything. But downplaying your progress makes you feel like you're not doing enough. Which one do you think would make you want to keep going? The reason why this is so important is so that you don't give up. If you give up, you guarantee you won't succeed. And if you're hard on yourself in those tough moments, then you'll have less motivation to keep going and you're more likely to give up. However, if you can give yourself hope in those moments that you're still making imperfect progress, then you feel more motivated to keep going. When you give yourself the gift, and I'm serious, it is truly a gift of allowing yourself to look for ways that you're proud of your progress, no matter how small, you are putting gas in the engine that keeps you going. That feeling of like, hey, I'm doing a good job. That is what helps you keep going when you don't have your favorite day, or you're wondering, is this even worth it? Those little wins that you're proactively looking for are proving that to your subconscious mind, one little win at a time, that you can do this, you can make progress, and you can blow your mind of what you're capable of. The more you proactively, purposefully program your brain and look for ways that you do make good choices, the more it will begin to filter for those examples. The more evidence you begin to accumulate, the more belief you begin to develop then maybe you actually can do positive actions and eventually that will result in losing weight. Because weight loss is a result. Results happen after a series of positive actions. You cannot ignore the actions and hope for a positive result. First, focus on the actions, and then the results will begin to take care of themselves. It's like like lifting weights in the gym. If you want a strong body, you got to lift heavy things, intentionally, on purpose if you want better thoughts, you got to look for them and think them intentionally. Hope is a discipline. Any positive thought or feeling is a discipline. You have got to be your own biggest cheerleader. Your success depends on it. So hopefully by now you're on board with me and you're like, okay, maybe looking for progress, non-scale victories, as it's often called, maybe is really valuable. Maybe it does make a difference. But perhaps you could use a little creative juice in what additional ways you could find progress outside of the scale. Don't worry, I got you covered. How about some examples, shall we? So what's an example of how you've made progress in your mindset this past year? Two things that I have learned to really turn my attention towards when I'm struggling or even even when I'm not struggling. I, you know, I've said in, on the podcast in the past, I put a note in my pocket each day to proactively direct my thoughts in a direction that I want them to go. Because I know left to its own devices, my brain will find problems, it will find what's wrong. So I use that note in my pocket to say, okay, here's where we are proactively steering the ship today. Two questions, uh, excuse me, one question, one statement that have really helped me in this area. Number one, How is this happening for me? That definitely helps me uh, switch out of my default victim mindset, woe is me, and helps me be like, okay, how is this happening for me? How can I make this a win for me? How can I learn from this? How can I use this as a chance to make progress? And the second one uh, I stole from, borrowed, I'll say, from John Acuff, who is a fantastic author, check out his books. Everything is always working out for me. I love this one because it is it's like no matter it, if it works out in the way that I planned or it works out differently, I am choosing to make it work out for me in the best way possible. So other ideas for progress. What's an example of how you've made progress in your habits this year? Maybe you're 1% more consistent with drinking water or with going for walks or with meditating. Whatever it is, compare it to a year ago. How are you doing in one habit and where have you made a little bit of progress? Anything counts. What's an example of how you've made progress in noticing your thoughts? This is a big one. It's a lot like the mindset one, but for me, like noticing your thoughts can can be so, so pivotal because just surfacing, oh, that's what I'm thinking and that's what I'm making it mean. No wonder I'm not feeling so great. Uh, for me, my body always alerts me first. Uh, my my chest gets very tight, my shoulders get tense. That is the signal to check in with my thinking. And this past year, I've had a couple of big moments where um, it's helped me to look at my thoughts and reframe them. I can think of a couple of examples of sort of big shifts in my thoughts. But the most sort of everyday one is, that happens every day is looking at my schedule each day. And I just notice the reflexive knee jerk thinking that I my brain always wants to kind of hyperventilate and say, of course, very dramatically, I have so many meetings. And instead, what I do is I I turn that around, I tap into my values and my purpose. With this meeting I'm having, you know, with uh, at nine o'clock, I get to I get to impact a life, I get to have a conversation with a person and help her feel better about herself. That shift in my thought from like, oh, I'm so busy to I get to make a difference, makes so much difference in my day. And I end up with so much more energy at the end of the day when I think about how my schedule is tapping into my my values and my purpose versus how I'm being drained. So here's another uh, way to look for progress is what's a way that you have um, perhaps tapped into your hunger? You know, um I noticed that at lunch, I tend to just eat on autopilot, you know, I've tried mindful eating in the past, it's, um, it's a great thing, but it's not necessarily my favorite thing. And I frankly, I enjoy cleaning my plate. So I have learned over time to serve myself less, so I don't have to worry about leaving bites behind on purpose, because I just don't like it. It's a good practice, but it's not my fave. However, there have been a couple times this year where I've noticed, I'm getting full. I've kind of been a little bit more mindful. I'm like, actually, I feel full and I have left food on my plate. There's an opportunity to say, I've made progress in listening to my body's hunger cues. Where has that come up for you? Have you ever, you know, left a little bit of food on your plate this year? That's progress. What's an example of how you've made progress in honoring your feelings this year? We I had a example a few weeks ago where there was something that went on during the day. Uh, It was a minor family issue that felt a little bit major at the time. And it all got resolved by the evening. But that night, I just did not sleep well. And I was probably 1230 one o'clock in the morning, I got up went to the couch. And I realized that I had some feelings some that were just not resolved. And so I walked through a, a honor your feelings exercise that we've talked about in the past. I'll give you the questions here real quick. Um, And it helped me to allow my body and my feelings to just have a voice, to just be expressed, almost like letting the lid off the pressure cooker and letting off some steam. So if you are ever feeling like you want to honor your feelings a little bit more, you want to tap into your body. Where Where is the feeling in your body? You know, for me, often it's in my chest or the back of my throat. It's a tightness, a heaviness. Uh, So, you know, kind of try and feel the sensations. You're looking for a sensation, not a feeling. Um, Does it have a color or a shape? And then you want to talk to the feeling, allow it to have a voice. So, you ask it these four questions What do you have to say? What is your purpose here? What was the other one? What do you need? (laughs) Sorry, I needed a minute to remember. What do you need? And then finally, this one I really love is if you could give me a message, what would you want me to know? Because our feelings are benevolent messengers. We often push our feelings away because we're afraid of them. We don't want to feel them. But all of our feelings are here for a reason, for a positive purpose, to help you, to send you a message. And if we can just open up and be like, what's the message you have for me? It is amazing what our feelings can tell us. So I definitely encourage you to try and make progress with honoring your feelings. Try that exercise. Where have you made progress this year, perhaps, in reaching out for help? Oh, this one's a hard one, right? Yeah, I'm not so great at asking for help. Um, So the way that I have tweaked this is I have worked on being more graceful with receiving help, which also is not that easy. But receiving is, is a gift. To the other person, being a graceful receiver is a skill, and it is so important. And so sometimes we can gracefully receive help, and that can be also a gift to the the other person who is giving you help. That's something that is an area that you could be making. You could have made progress over the course of this year. Other ways to make progress. What's an example of how you perhaps have made progress in the kinds of food you're eating? Maybe you've had more veggies during the week or even a salad occasionally. What's an example of how you've perhaps made progress in letting go of perfectionist thinking? What's a way that you've made progress in allowing an urge, which is basically just allowing yourself to be uncomfortable for a minute, to want a food and not have it that very second, even just for 30 seconds, proves to your survival brain, I will not die from wanting a food and not having it. That is an example of progress. What's an example of how perhaps you've looked at uh, slip-ups or off-plan eats or overeats with curiosity instead of criticism? That can be progress. Here's one of my favorites. What's an example of how you've made progress and how you're looking for ways to appreciate your body? Perhaps using all five of your senses, not just in how your body looks. Your arms get to hug your loved ones. Your eyes get to see a gorgeous sunset, all kinds of ways that you can appreciate your body. And what's an example on how you have made progress and how you talk to yourself? I mean, isn't that what this whole episode is about? And so use these last few days of 2023 to review how far you have come and look for progress in tangible and intangible ways. Trust me, you are making progress all the time. You just have to look for it. So are you ready for our one confident body action step to put into practice this week? All right, here you go. Are you up for an experiment? I want you to decide an amount of time, a day, a week, whatever. I did this recently with my uh, private clients, and we, we decided to do the 12 days of December, and it was really great. So pick a, a, an amount of time. Step one, rate how you feel about your progress on a scale of one to 10. Then step two, during this amount of time, whether it's a day, a week, you know, a couple of days, each day, list out ways you've made progress this year. Use the examples I just listed. The more, the better. Step three, re-rate how you feel about your progress this year on a scale of one to 10 and how motivated you are to keep going. You might be surprised what you find after you've spent some time looking for unique ways that you've made progress this year. And there is a whole section in my book about making failure your friend and looking for progress in lots of ways. So if you've ever found yourself getting fixated only on the scale, please check out my book. Just search for You Are a Miracle on Amazon. And if there's anything in this episode that has helped you, I would love for you to write a review on iTunes. Your review could help somebody else decide to take a listen and maybe help her feel a little less alone. Your review just might help someone else shine her light a little brighter. And remember, love yourself because you are not a finished product. We never are. Instead of aiming for some finish line that's measured by the scale, aim to be the gardener that is always nurturing and tending the garden of you always be learning and growing and take time to notice how far you've come along the way. Because you are a miracle unfolding in all kinds of ways. Go out and shine your light today. All right, that's what I've got for you today. Stay tuned for next week where we start to look at the year ahead. And boy, am I excited about this episode. Get ready to start 2024 with a bang. Let's go. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing, and I genuinely appreciate it, and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week, and until then, remember, you are a miracle.